Good morning. It is Wednesday morning. For those that don't know, it is AJ and McCall on Utah's VFX. However, AJ is out of the studio this morning. Uh, He had some family emergencies pop up, and we are wishing well for him and his family. Um, He should be back tomorrow morning. Now, last night, I sort of had a nightmare. And a lot of people have nightmares. This is not a, like, uncommon occurrence. But I was thinking about it, and I had this nightmare that I was going to be late for work. And as I was waking up, because I woke up like 15 times, because that's always the worst part of having a nightmare is you end up panicking. And that's exactly what I did. But I am not in the minority here. I actually found a cool study this morning that, weird that it popped up on my timeline while I was scrolling through Facebook this morning, but uh, apparently being late for work is one of the 10 most common nightmares that we actually have. Rounding out the top five, we got feeling trapped, which I don't know if we're talking like inside of a cave or I don't know. Uh, Feeling lost is number four. Dying is number three. That's a terrifying nightmare. Number two, being chased. Number one, those dreams when you're falling. 65% of us have actually experienced that one. You could tell us what your most common nightmares are. Maybe you have had a recent nightmare. I remember the biggest nightmare that has always stuck with me. I was about five years old and I was sitting in my house and I remember it so vividly and I have forever and ever and ever been afraid of octopus ever since because I went upstairs to go check on my mom and as I walked upstairs, I looked in the kitchen and we had this little like corner breakfast nook thing and I looked over and there was an octopus. And my mom was being eaten by an octopus. And then all of a sudden I panicked and I woke up and I realized that it was all a dream. But I'm not kidding. I cannot go to an aquarium and look at like squids or octopus or anything. Like they just freak me out ever since then. I I feel like I should probably grow out of it because it's been like, I don't know, 20 years since I had that nightmare. But here I am 20 years later, still terrified. Justin Bieber actually just surprised a New Jersey college student last week. So he presented her with a $10,000 check. Excuse me, $100,000 check. (laughs) Times that by 10. Anyway, he honored her uh, work on mental health. So she's 22 years old. She's the president of the Stockton chapter of Active Minds, which is a nonprofit supporting mental health awareness and education of young adults. So they chose her to receive the check, which was presented to her live on uh, MTV. I don't know if you saw the video or not. It's incredible. I absolutely loved the video, and uh, I think it's cool. But truthfully, I'm looking at this check right now from Justin Bieber. It's one of those, like, giant ones that, you know, oh, here's this giant check that you can't literally take into a bank anywhere, and they'll just look at you and be like, what's this for? Justin Bieber's signature... I would expect, after doing all of the autographs and all of the things like that, it just looks kind of like, eh. I don't know. Maybe that's judgmental of me. Now, we've been talking about nightmares a little bit this morning, some of the most common ones that you end up having. And one of the biggest nightmares is is being late to work. However, I found a new nightmare that I didn't realize could exist. There's a lady in England who had a massive hangover and she ended up sending a selfie to her friends. And upon sending the selfie, she got texts back and she had her hood up. She had her hair all messy and her friend sends her message back and says, Oh my gosh, that spider in your hood is gigantic. She thought for a second, I don't know what you're talking about. Looking at the picture, 
of the spider in this lady's hood, I think this thing is big enough to be able to eat my face. Like, I don't think that there is anything that could be worse than that. Because by the time that she got the text message back about the spider being in her hood, she said that she could not see the spider. She didn't know where it was. She couldn't find it. And I think that is just the most terrifying thing in the world. I I really think that this spider is the size of like a golf ball. It's huge. That would just be terrifying to all of a sudden miss a spider and just not know where it went. I don't know. That just sounds devastating to me. No, I have made no bones about it when it comes to spending a crap ton of money on Valentine's Day. It's the AJ and McCall show on Utah's VFX. AJ is out on a family emergency this morning. That's what I meant to say. Hopefully, um, wishing well to his family, hoping everything goes well. Um, But spending a ton of money on Valentine's Day is just not something that I am all for. However... There's new study to find that the couple that has been together for less time will actually spend way more money on each other for Valentine's Day. And when I'm saying way more money, I'm not saying like, oh, no, we're spending $60 to go out to dinner. I'm talking about people who have been dating for less than six months are going to be spending an average of $700 on their significant other for Valentine's Day. Do you know what you could get for $700? If you haven't been, like, if, if my mind cannot even wrap around the fact that people are like, yes, $700 is a reasonable amount to spend on Valentine's Day. You guys spend $700 on, I don't know, something else that is not like one stinking day. Whatever. There are so many words that I have to say. People who have been together for more than 20 years say they will spend $64 on Valentine's Day. And that is more in my realm of thinking. You go out, you go get a dinner or something, and then you move on with your day. I want to know, what are you planning on doing for Valentine's Day? Do you have plans as of this moment in time? I mean, if not, we will have your chance to be able to qualify for Lava Hot Springs passes coming up next with Florida or not. We'll get the headlines and you can team up with me, sort of, to see if you can catch the dumb criminal from Florida. Good luck. We are qualifying people all week long to win a pair of passes to Lava Hot Springs for Florida or not. You want to get qualified? All you got to do is figure out which dumb criminal is from Florida. And that is, it is that simple. Three crazy headlines. We got headline number one. Sheriff catches wanted fugitive because they just happened to be picking up pizza at the same time. Right place, right time. Headline number two. Some guy accidentally pumped 30 gallons of gas into the wrong part of his boat. And headline number three. Uh, what? A drugged up trucker had a full music studio in his front seat to record songs while he was driving. Yay! Those are your three dumb criminals. Jan, do you have an idea, just like right off the bat, which crazy criminal is from Florida? <laughs> yes. Oh, good. Okay, great. Well, at least we, uh, we've we got that to look forward to. So we've got the three crazy stories. Story number one. County Sheriff caught a wanted fugitive this past weekend. They happened to be picking up pizza from the exact same restaurant. Like, I don't know what kind of, like, oh. craziness, <laughs> right, has to be going on there. He just recognized him, ended up calling it in, being like, hey, check this out, okay? Uh, I, I got a, 
whatever. I, I don't understand these people. If you're wanted for something, maybe just maybe don't go out in public anywhere if you have a warrant out for your arrest. There's story one. Story number two, some hazmat crews had to show up to a gas station because a man started filling his boat up, confused his uh, fishing pole holder with the gas tank. So he pumped 30 gallons of gas directly into the cockpit, which is the most ridiculous thing I think I have ever ever heard i i don't know even where to go with that one and then story number three we got a trucker who got pulled over for speeding and the cops thought you know maybe this guy has drugs on him upon further further search they did find as a matter of fact drugs on him but they also found that he had a full music studio built into the front seat of his truck. He told the cops, well, it's so that I can record and produce my music while driving. You know, kill two birds with one stone, which is really just a very dangerous situation. I mean, if you thought texting and driving was risky, what about this? There you go. You got three crazy stories, Jan. Which one do you think is from Florida? Um, I'm going to go with number three. It is not story number three, Jan. I'm so sorry. No. I'm sorry. (laughs) We'll have another chance for you to play and win tomorrow with Florida or not. But Jan's bad luck, I guess, is your chance to be able to qualify to win. Kepler, do you have an indication early on which one you think may be from Florida? I'm ready. Perfect. Story number one. County sheriffs went into a pizza joint this last weekend, and they happened to be picking up some pizza when they looked over and they said, hey, wait a second. Isn't that the guy that's wanted right now in our county? He's got a couple of outstanding warrants. And they said, uh, yeah, yeah, I think it is. So they arrested him. They found two guns, ammo, bolt cutters, and drugs in the guy's truck. So he got hit with several other charges as well. And then story number two, isn't that the craziest thing? Like, if you were to go out in public and you knew that you had a warrant out for your arrest, I don't know, maybe you wouldn't, like, go out anywhere? Yeah, that's crazy. So there's story one. And then story number two, firefighters said a hazmat team had to respond to a gas station because a man was filling up his boat. And for some reason, this guy has apparently never used his boat before. Uh, He confused the fishing pole holder for the gas tank, and he ended up pumping 30 gallons of gas directly into the cockpit instead of into the gas tank. So I guess it, it ended up being like... $60 worth of fuel that he put into the cockpit and then another $40 into the actual gas tank, which is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, if you've ever been on a boat, you know which one the fishing pole holder is and which one the gas tank hole is. Yeah. So there you go, Kepler. Two remaining crazy stories. Which one do you think is from Florida? I think because no one really has a boat out right now, it'd be probably in Florida, so... Story number two. Is that your final answer? Yes. Kepler, your deductive reasoning is awesome, and you're correct. It is story number two. So we're going to get you qualified to win passes to go to Lava Hot Springs. Hang on the line for just a second. I'll grab some info from you, okay? Okay. Would You Rather Wednesday is one of our new favoritist games, trying to figure out which you would rather. It's really very simple, okay? Today's Would You Rather Wednesday question comes to homes because I like looking at houses and I have been remodeling for like three years. And so today's Would You Rather Wednesday question, would you rather, one, live in a nicely built modular home, 
or two, live in a poorly built mansion. And when you you weigh out the pros and the cons of it, truthfully, I've seen some pretty terribly built homes. And when it comes to, you know, doors being opened and not being able to open this cabinet door because this other cabinet door is opened, etc., I think my answer has to be a nicely built modular home. And also, could you imagine the amount of time cleaning it would take to be able to live in a mansion? I mean, don't get me wrong, okay? People always dream about, I want to have this massive mansion and I want to have this gigantic, beautiful home to be able to live in. And I just, the amount of work, the amount of effort to have to clean that thing, I'm going to pass. I just got to say, I am the biggest fan of hers, Halsey on Utah's VFX, who actually just co-wrote it, co-wrote it, <laughs> has co-written the song for Birds of Prey, the movie for the Harley Quinn, the Harley Quinn movie. Um, but she actually co-wrote it with Bring Me the Horizon, which is so cool because she's been, she's always been such a huge Bring Me the Horizon fan. And so I just think it's really neat. Arizona Zervis, it's Roxanne on Utah's VFX with AJ and McCall this morning. AJ is out on a family emergency, wishing well to him and his family in this this moment that they need the, the healthy support. Um, so I have been home solo dolo the last couple of days, and Dustin has been out working, which is awesome. But when it comes to going to sleep, I don't sleep very well by myself. My dogs end up barking. Yogi ends up barking massively because it's like he hears some random sound downstairs and then he panics and he starts barking, which means just, I just don't end up sleeping very well at all because then I panic because, oh my gosh, is there an intruder in my house? No, it's just Yogi because the wind blew. Oh no, what am I going to do? So there's something that scientists have actually come up with that's a sound and I'm a big fan of sounds, but it's actually to replicate the sound of people driving so that kids, babies actually can fall asleep easier, which is great because I could use this for myself. I think this is the best thing in the entire world. They've created this music. That's a sound to put babies to sleep. And it's actually just like a playlist that you can go on and, I think this is the craziest thing in the entire world. Basically, it's 15 minutes of calming music that's just supposed to put kids to sleep. But I think it's just going to end up putting me to sleep. And I think that that may be my new thing. Do you have to have like something on when it comes to like going to bed? Do you have to have a TV on? Do you have to have music on? I want to know. 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. Okay, today we got to talk about dating deal breakers because as a heads up, Valentine's Day's on Friday, y'all. It's AJ McCall on Utah's VFX. AJ is out this morning because he has some family emergencies going on. But we got to talk dating deal breakers because there are some outrageous things that I am seeing people put up with in relationships. And they're calling this... Valent, valentiding, I think is what they were calling it. So basically like when you break up with somebody right before Valentine's Day rather than like stay through. I'm not saying stay in a toxic relationship or anything. I'm just saying this is this is what experts and scientists and things are calling this lovely term. So what are your dating deal breakers that are that would make you break up with somebody right before Valentine's Day? We've got Josh on the phone. Josh, do you have like a dating deal breaker? I have an ex. She, every day, 
would go through my phone and see who I've been texting and be like, who's this person that you texted? I don't know that phone number. Are you cheating on me? And then within three seconds, she would turn around and start flirting with every single guy that she saw. Oh, my gosh. What? It's like the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Did you ever give like, and maybe this is too personal. Did you ever give reason for her to be like, well, what's going on? Nah, I was loyal 100%. So it just goes back to like insecurity. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That is, how long did that relationship last? Not too long, just a few months. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Reasonable. So Josh, thank you so much for calling. I want to hear about your uh dating deal breakers what makes you end a relationship 435-787-0945 the phone number to call because that's what this whole debate today is going to be about today we're talking crazy relationship stories take it like as a valentine's fix 2.0 where you tell us your crazy dating stories and then we'll rate them and figure out which one is the craziest of the crazy we're talking about dating deal breakers for the debate today this morning with aj and mccall on Utah's VFX. AJ is out for a family emergency, wishing him well this morning. But we need to figure out where your line is because Valentine's Day is on Friday and you may be thinking, well, do I really want to stay with this person for two more days? Because I don't know that I can handle it. And if that's the case, uh, I want to hear your story. You can text 68255. Just start your text with VFX. I don't know where it goes if you don't start it with VFX. You can also call us 435-787-0945 to tell us your your dating deal breaker. Some of the texts that we've got in, uh, most people want to remain anonymous. Someone said that I was dating somebody, I was dating a guy for several months who would frequently sleepwalk and then they would uh, relieve themselves on the bedroom floor, but had no recollection of doing so. He said it was concerning behavior and I lost sleep every time he was over. So I had to shut, shut that one down and we broke up. He said, other than that, they were a great human being and they wished to have seen the future in it, but uh, they just couldn't do it. They just... They just thought it was it was way too much. I uh, have somebody else that sent us a text and said I had to dump somebody because they literally didn't know how to wash their hair. He would only use conditioner and not rinse it properly, so his mop was always so greasy and it was gross. That is gross. Who teaches you to wash your hair with conditioner? Text us your dating deal breaker stories, 68255. To start your text with VFX, you can also call 435-787-0945. Somebody said that I had been seeing a perfectly lovely guy, total gentleman, but the minute he said he didn't vote in the 2016 election, he knew that it would be the last date. Says it's way too much about a person's character, especially for elections. You need to make your voice heard. Very important, y'all. Make your voice heard. Somebody said that they had spent uh, spent a while with, with somebody and 100% stopped seeing her because she wouldn't say thank you at all. Any sort of dinners, any drinks, any shows, whatever. Wouldn't say thank you and acknowledge wait staff or them purchasing things for her. Said that they just had to stop talking to her. I want to know dating deal breakers. Bring them on. We're also going to talk about something I think is a little bit ridiculous. The price that people are willing to pay for Valentine's Day. Yeah. Now, it may not be too late to say sorry, but I think it may be a little bit too late to dump whoever you're going to dump before Valentine's Day. AJ and McCall on Utah's VFX, and it's the debate at 8 this morning, talking dating 
deal breakers because they're out there and there are a lot of them. We keep getting text messages in. If you want to tell us your dating deal breaker, 68255, the number to text, just start that text message with VFX. Uh, Somebody said that they hid that they were a smoker and they had to break up with them for that because it was a big lie that they had just hid forever and ever and ever. Um, Somebody said, I learned that they had a child five months into the relationship after dating and forever and then figuring this out. And that was just their big dating deal breaker. Uh, <laughs> this is, these are great. These are really, really, really good. Somebody else said that their uh, significant other not so nicely pointed out that maybe I wouldn't be so tired all the time if I got some exercise and quit being so slobby. I mean, they say she was right, but dang, why? Why point it out like that? Now, there's a brand new phrase that has been coined when it comes to dating and when it comes to breaking up right before Valentine's Day. It's called valentiding, and it comes from the end of a relationship before Valentine's Day because you are too tight with money to get something in order to avoid making an investment into your relationship. And this British author who has come up with the term says, look, you're just too tight to get him a gift, to write a card, or make any kind of fuss. I just, uh, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, if you also don't want to spend a lot of time on Valentine's Day, it might be a sign that you're you're making investment into the relationship and you don't really want to make an investment into the relationship. So that leads me to the question, how much would you actually spend on Valentine's Day? Because I've also found some crazy numbers about Valentine's Day. Josh is on the phone. Josh, how much do you think that you would be willing to spend on Valentine's Day? Like, what's your cap? I spent $100 this year. See, hundred dollars isn't bad. I don't think not too much, but no, it's enough to. Well, definitely. There's a new study out saying that people will spend seven hundred dollars on Valentine's Day. What? Which that's what I said. What? Why? That's messed up. That's too much. I feel like this is like the opposite of their valentiding, I guess is what they were calling it. How much do you think that you would spend on Valentine's Day? Gabe's on the phone. Gabe, what do you think? Well, my girlfriend, she really don't care about money. Uh-huh. So, like, a drive would be great for her, like, you know. So, probably about, I don't know, nice dinner, probably like 40 bucks. That's not bad. You know, I found a, a study that actually is showing that the most people will spend on Valentine's Day is, like, within the first six months of them dating. And they will spend $700 on Valentine's Day. Yeah, I don't even spend that on Christmas. I don't either. I can't believe that. I don't even know why you would think that this would be like an okay thing to be spending on Valentine's Day. Like that is just so much stinking money. Gabe, is that like, would that be a deal breaker if someone were to expect $700 to be spent on them for Valentine's Day? Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. People saying that usually for Valentine's Day, they spend $1,000. They take their significant other on a trip. Like, that's great. I think that is so cool. But holy crap, $1,000 for Valentine's Day. I don't know. Maybe I'm being a little bit uh, a little bit judgy, but uh, so be it. Here I am judging all of the people. I'm sitting here thinking about Guinness World Records because there have been a lot that have come up recently. Like there was the guy that fit like a hundred and something blueberries into his mouth and it was in like Idaho Falls or something and he holds like a crap ton of the world records. But this guy in uh, South Africa, his name is Vernon Kroger. He has just set a brand new Guinness World Record 
for sitting in a barrel atop an 82-foot-high pole. What? I don't know who came up with the idea that was like, hey, how, how long does somebody sit in a pole, sit in a barrel on top of a pole? Anyway, he came down after 78 days, 23 hours, and 14 minutes. Now, this is actually breaking his own world record that he set in 1997, and that was for 67 days. Now, I don't know if there was like a previous record that he held for this or if somebody else held a previous record. Is there like is there like a Guinness World Record for sitting in a barrel atop an 81 foot pole or is it just like a specific 82 foot pole? I don't I don't think I understand how people come up with all of these crazy world records that you can break. He says, I do not plan on attempting this feat again. He says he also is looking forward to sleeping in a big bed again, because I can't imagine after 78 days, 23 hours and 14 minutes of sleeping inside of a barrel, that's got to be extremely comfortable. In other news, Guinness has certified a Japanese man as the world's oldest male. He having lived 112 years and 344 days. Wow, that's crazy. He says, key to longevity is being has been to avoid getting angry and to keep smiling, which is awesome. The avoid getting angry part, I gotta, uh, I guess I gotta work on. But anyway, I wanna know, if you could break a Guinness World Record, what do you think it would be for? Like, do you have some crazy weird talent? Like, hey, I can sit in a barrel on top of a pole for 78 days or something along those lines. Because I feel like if I were to break a world record, it would have to be for something like music related named as many songs by Taylor Swift within a 15 second period of time. I know one of my friends actually just did that. And I guess I got to ask them how they trained. Just listen to Taylor Swift songs over and over and over again. I don't really know. Post Malone on Utah's VFX with AJ and McCall this morning. AJ is out sick. AJ has uh, got a family emergency actually going on. Hopefully all goes well with him. We are hoping for the best. Um, with Valentine's Day being just a couple of days away, I've been thinking a lot about gifts that people should be buying. And we've had the conversation that people are spending like over $700 for their first Valentine's Day with their significant other, which I think is outrageous. But if there's somebody that you want to buy a special Valentine's gift for, I got just the thing. Maybe it's somebody that you don't actually like and you want to be like, <laughs> gotcha. Heinz in the UK has been selling Valentine's Day chocolates, which you may think, Wait a second. So we're talking the ketchup company, right? Yes, yes. As a matter of fact, we are talking the ketchup company. Heinz, the ketchup company, selling Valentine's Day chocolates that when you bite into them, they have ketchup inside. And if that doesn't make you cringe, I don't know what would. Like, I don't know how you would think. Because sure, they've got like the, what are they called? Cherry cordials or whatever. And you think, oh yeah, that's cool. But why in the world would you think that a cherry could substitute like, substitute a tomato for a cherry and then just ruin everybody's life my heart is just ugh, disgusting put that on the list of things not to get somebody for valentine's day in other news though food news still magic fruity pebbles are on sale i don't know if anybody's seen these or not but they're all pink but as soon as you put it in milk it turns the milk blue. And I don't really know what kind of like science experiment magicness this is, but I think I got to get like three boxes of them because uh, 
I just think that's the coolest thing in the entire world. Maybe it's because I'm like five years old inside. See, AJ and McCall show on Utah's VFX, and AJ is out taking care of some family business this morning. But I, I have a little bit of a question when it comes to people and their unique names that they give to their children. And I feel like I am the perfect person to be able to have this conversation because, hi, hello, my name's McCall. <laughs> What's up? I get asked all the time whether or not McCall's my real name, if this is just a stage name that I came up with because it's really creative. And as much as I appreciate you thinking that I could be as creative as to come up with a name McCall, no, I was born with it. Thank you, Mom, for that. But there's a new survey, according to Twitter, Seven percent of parents say they gave their kid a quote made up name. Seven percent. I would love to see the study for like the state of Utah because I know we have a ton of creative names, and I say that very, very seriously. There are a ton of creative names here. If you have never, I don't know, been to a gas station and never been able to see your name on one of the little gas station like name tags and stuff, I feel you. Okay. The main reason why people say they're giving their kid a quote made up name is because they want their kid to stand out in a crowd, which is great. Again, my name is McCall. I feel it. But 2% of people, and these are the 2% of people that I am a little bit beyond frustrated with. 2% of people think the reason why they're giving their kids a made up name and the best reason why they're giving their kids a made up name is so they can have better social media accounts. And to that, I say, what is wrong with you? That's the reason why you're giving your kid a made-up name? Like, some of the most popular names they're saying, Jaspin, uh, Renlo. It's like, hello? Like, I say hello all the time. Renlo would just be the new way to say it. W-R-E-N-L-O-W. And Mavery, which is M-A-E-V-E-R-Y. Which I don't think is like awful, but I just want to know, did you give your kid a very creative name? What is the creative name you, na- you gave your kid? And if you are in the same camp as me and you don't have kids, what's the most creative name you've heard somebody give their child? I had a little bit of a scary moment happen yesterday. I was doing some laundry and I moved one of my blankets only to see, oh my gosh, there's a massive spider. What do I do? You smash it, right? And then you move on. Well, a lady in England actually took a picture of herself and sent it to her friends after a crazy night out partying. And she had her hood up and her hair was all over the place. And as soon as she sent this picture to her friends, her friend sent her a text back and said, hey, um... What about that massive spider that's in your hood? So she looked at the picture, and I'm not kidding you, this spider could literally eat your face. It's like the size of a softball. That's probably an overstatement. It's it's probably like the size of a golf ball. But still, this massive spider was in her hood, and she panicked and ended up taking off her hoodie, and then she couldn't find it. And I don't think there's any worse fear than seeing a massive spider looking away And then looking back and it not being there because that's when you know that the spider is obviously going to get you. Probably not. The spider will probably not get you, but there's a possibility. Okay. Like part of me just panics immediately. That's probably the dumbest thing to panic about because I've never to this day, knock on wood, been eaten by a spider, but, um, I'm, I'm not saying it couldn't happen. Right. 
buts. It's how we end every day. And it starts with being friends with AJ Knight and McCall Taylor on Facebook because we will spin our feeds. And whatever we land on, we will like, comment, and share. The best one makes it to the VFX Facebook page. And as I am uh, spinning, I'm actually going to be the one that will get the decision, I guess. So I'm just going to spin and spin and spin and spin and stop. And I landed on uh, friend Alfredo's post. He shared a tweet and it said, Billy Ray Cyrus looks like Kenny Rogers doing a George Michael cosplay. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. <laughs> I can't believe that. Okay, so that's going to get shared on the VFX Facebook page and Alfredo will get all of the credit. Again, you just have to add AJ Knight or McCall Taylor on Facebook to be able to be a part of Facebook Roulette. Now, if you miss any of the AJ and McCall show, you can listen to it whenever, wherever podcasts are available. Just search for AJ and McCall. Search for Utah's VFX and there we are. Florida or not, the debated eight or the entire show. Also, don't forget to get signed up. We've got Cupid's gift bag. Tomorrow we'll be giving away another gift certificate. We've got one to Edwards Florally. $50 gift certificate could be yours and if you win that $50 gift certificate. You also get qualified to win an overnight stay at the anniversary inn that we will be drawing on Valentine's Day. So get signed up right now at utahsvfx.com. Have a fantastic rest of your Wednesday and until tomorrow for AJ McCall, don't do anything we wouldn't do. Thanks for listening to VFX 94.5 and 98.3.